welcome to Tales from the Multiverse, where I, Gabe Sluice, will spin you stories from worlds parallel and beyond our own. Hey look at that, we made it to the end of season two. I think it went pretty well, I'm glad you guys stuck around and listened to my rough drafts of the novel I'm working on Behold the Interstice. I'm working hard on those stories and uh, I don't know when it's going to be out, but I will let you guys know first. In the meantime, let's enjoy our final episode, which is going to be called The Death of Aros. It comes from my short story collection, Five Days on Pumu, and of course is the final story. This story is even touched on in my novel, Arrow of Time, the time travel story. Um, one of the things Vega is doing is trying to bring Aros back from the dead, and here we go. This is what he's bringing him back from. So despite the macabre story matter, I'm sure you're going to enjoy. Get in the mood anyway, it's almost Halloween. The Death of Aros Vega was already down, lying in a pool of mixed blood, out cold from repeated blows to his body and a final strike to his head. The tip of his ear was missing, and a clean laceration split his skull where the ear-altering blade had terminated after the famous blow. There would be no more magic cast from his staff or hands this battle. The conditions of the battleground were as such. The dual suns of the planet cast a blinding light from two directions, into the eyes of the hunted. One ball of light was near the horizon, and the other was high in the sky. The ground was rocky, but also covered in a slippery, tan weeds that coated the landscape like snow. The sky was the color of cheap wine, with not a single cloud in sight. Aros, the lost Tarkin from Yazos held the deadly weapons of his people in both hands as he fought off an enemy that had challenged him and his cohort in open combat. Their opponent was tall and had straight black hair that seemed to swoop around his skull. They heard his challenge as they strode across the open field, unaware they had been waylaid. Both of us? Vega asked Aros. Can he be that confident? This is no ordinary fighter. He is here to take my head back to his king, Aros said. We may have a problem with this one. We've beat tougher odds than this, Vegas said, bouncing his staff in his hands. And I have use of both my hands now. This will be the fight of our lives, Aros murmured, drawing his honors. It may be the end of the line for us. Not a chance, the younger man said, and took off towards their attacker. The aggressor held a hand axe in one hand, and a small, round shield in the other. He was not the only one who had use of magic in this barren world. As the two fought against the man with an axe, a tone rose in volume. Every attempt of blow, every strike of produced magic seemed to make the noise grow louder. The half-Tarkin and full-blood fought with coordinated attacks that were so well matched, Aros had flashbacks to another fight that he had participated in with Vega's father. Blows were reflected with the shield, creatures were summoned and knocked away. Ghost fire engulfed weapon-laden hands. It was a chess game with little attrition. All the members of the combat were at their peak, and it was Vega who was drawn in to make the first mistake. Aros was feeling the disorientating effects of the enemy's pitch. He felt a sense of vertigo, but pushed it to the side, not letting it distract him. His opponent was relentless, and with no terrain to use to his advantage, Aros could feel himself fighting a losing battle. If only he could hold out for a lucky strike or a miracle moment. It had happened before. But this day, the Tarkin's luck came to an end. He was exhausted from the feverishly intense fight, 
With no break in sight, he could feel his chariot departing the battlefield before he had been declared a loser. Psychologically, he had already been defeated. He was destroyed by seeing Vega stricken down, angry at himself for following the path that had led them to this place. The choices that had led this man to hunt them down across all levels of the tower, seeking his employer's revenge. With no pain and less warning, Aros was knocked to the ground. His head flopped to one side, and he saw his leg, mid-thigh and down, detached from him. The blood was red, bright red. Beyond his damaged leg lay his friend, whom he had felt even more sorrow for than the loss of his own limb. So this is it, the end of my wanderings. He considered as he felt the life draining from his body. His eyes strained upwards, as if they would force his body to rise away from this mess. But all he could do was lay there, blades still gripped, and bleed out. Grandet Deaf Bard stood over the fallen body, and considered the dying man. The hunt for this quarry was the hardest he had ever been forced to fight. This was his crowning achievement, and he watched with compassion as Aros's eyes consciously shut as he was through. His shield arm had been badly cut, but his axe remained as sharp as the day it was made. Bard took the head and left the other man, whom he had no quarrel with, despite being an amazing adversary. There was no time to celebrate the hunt, for he had a long way to return before he could take the king's congratulatory drink. Alright, there you have it. That is the death of Aros. Kind of sad, kind of gruesome. Yeah, he took his head off. Uh, oh well. As I said before, that's the end of season two. There was only ten episodes this time, but, you know, it's better than nothing, I guess. Thoughts so far on season three? Not sure when exactly I'm going to have time to do that, or if I'm going to feel like there's enough good material to do that with, so who knows? This could be the end. But I also think that I'll probably get around to recording a few podcasts that I've been wanting to do, a couple short stories, and maybe just release them randomly um, over the next few months. If, by some weird chance, uh, you know another one of my short stories that I haven't done a podcast on and you're like, hey, that'd be cool to do, why don't you shoot me a tweet over there on Twitter? I'm at Gabe Sluice. It's pretty easy to find. All my books are available on Smashwords, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and just type in Gabe Sluice, you'll find them. All right, guys, once again, thanks for sticking around, and I will see you when I see you. Later!